1: uptown funk tracy's saying this should be Connor mcdavid's goal song it'll get him dancing that's for darn sure Uh, text of the day i know it's early in the show it's already been won by patrick who says uh, they played go johnny go in calgary whenever he scored but he took it literally (laughs) and left There he goes. Go, Johnny, go. Well, the new Johnny Hockey is in town for a while. That's Jonathan Huberdo signing the richest contract in Calgary Flames history. Eight years, 84 million total dollars no-move clause. Not too bad. Coming off of a 115-point season, he led the NHL in assists with 85 last year. That was six more than uh, Connor McDavid. That, was also along with 30 goals. So we know that he can produce. If you're sitting there thinking that a lot of that production may have been tied to Sasha Barkov, perhaps. But Elias Lindholm is also a hell of a contributor, and he was a 40-goal scorer as well. So between him... And Huberto and Mangiapane. I'm very curious what the Flames will look like to start this upcoming season. And for a little bit more information on that, let's turn to our headliner today. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. It's Peter Labardius joining us from Sportsnet 960. Peter, appreciate you joining. You're on with Brendan. How's it going today?
0: Hey, Brendan. It's maybe the first time I've headlined anything in my life. So thank you. <laughs>
1: hey, it's uh, it's a pleasure. And who better to bring on today, Peter, to talk to uh, the, about this Huberdo deal. So before uh, before we really sink our teeth into the, the dollars and cents of it, your initial reaction, did this extension take you by surprise? Um, No, not completely. But at the time it did, because I'd be the
0: first to admit to you that I would have thought that Mackenzie weger might have been first in line to sign an extension but you know it's uh certainly when it all broke last night i was i was surprised at the timing um because i could have definitely seen a scenario where maybe jonathan you know put his feet in the water here and he's had to you know, deal with a pretty huge disappointment after spending his whole career in Florida coming off his best season ever with the Panthers, you know, a team on the precipice. And, you know, I've said this, Brendan, to many people that have that have asked me, like any way you look at it, you know, Bill Zito basically said, We think Matthew Kachuk is an upgrade to trying to win. And so I didn't know how long it might take So I was. I was surprised that it has been done with Jonathan that quickly.
1: When you talk about it being the richest deal in Flames history, $10.5 million AAV coming off of the career year, and you know, he produced like somebody who should be earning that price tag. Do you think that that's sort of the going rate for somebody of, of his ilk right now? Well,
0: I... I do, in a sense, for sure. Um, I don't think every situation in hockey, Brandon, is equitable. I think the market makes a difference. Um, situation with teams make a difference. I think the age of the player makes a difference. But you know, I, I think he's one of the best forwards in the sport. Um, I've loved this guy going back to his days with the St. John Sea Dogs and. Called the Memorial Cup that he happened to win in 2011. Um, So, oh my, what a play! Um, Sorry, just at the Canadian Little League Championship. So that kind of, you know, I'm a, I'm really a play-by-play guy by heart. So anytime I see something, I can't help but react. Um, But yeah, so you know, again, it's it's always it's always interesting to me from a social media perspective, which. You know, I don't want to offend anybody, but there's a lot of stuff that's out there. And so, you know, Calgary's gone through what was a pretty tough couple of weeks. And now I see a lot of, well, the commitment was for too long. And what's it going to be like in the last few years of the deal? Well, I just, Brendan, honestly, for me, um, yes, I understand. And I've said this probably to you, even on this show, that, you know, if you're going to marry somebody long term, you better get it right i just happen to think with this guy they've they've gotten it right so um if you're a flames fan i I think you probably should be focusing more on you know you lost a guy who had 115 and you got a guy back that i think i'll just say it i uh i think jonathan huberto is capable of more than johnny gaudreau as an overall game and what he brings to the table. So
1: that's pretty good. What has it been like watching the dust settle over the course of this off season and all that's transpired? And just it doesn't feel like a lot or a big amount of time. And it's been so much and such a ride, I think, for for the fan base, for for everything that's gone on down there. This this is probably a big weight lifted off the shoulders of many, at least knowing. Okay, well, even if it isn't the guy that I loved, even if I wanted Nazem Kadri, even if I wanted Matthew Kachuk and right. Johnny to stay, at least right. we've got a guy.
0: Well, you've got a guy, and, and I don't think I don't think Mackenzie Weager should be lost in all of this either. Because I really felt coming out of the you know the series with the Oilers, and they were absolutely deserving winners of it, that Calgary probably needed to upgrade its top four on defense if you're gonna deal with Mr. McDavid and company for a long, long time. Because you know, that you know the oilers have a couple of players that you really can't necessarily match so you better be able to check and you better be able to do things differently so i really thought you know going into the summer that that was a big thing so to to get an all-star winger um you know a guy who i think would have been on team canada had they gone to the olympics in february um, you know, Weger just seems to get better and better all the time. And he's for me, he's been an underrated guy. Uh, the only thing I would change about him is for him to be a left-handed shot. But, you know, he's played the offside as a right-handed shot for a long time, including, you know, a lot with Aaron Eckblad in Florida. So, yeah, if you're a Flames fan, you have gone from probably utter despair to you're feeling a lot better about things right now. That is for sure.
1: Chatting with Peter Labardius from Sportsnet 960 down in Calgary and evaluating the Hubert deal, but uh, it's more than that. They've re-signed Oliver Shillington. You know, it looks like... Um they're they're just tell me about the direction that this team is going in and amongst some change in in the Pacific Division. Watching Edmonton solidify with some re-signings, you know, watching what Vegas is doing and and whatever I guess Vegas is doing. You know, it's it's a different looking Pacific, I Pacific Division. I thought the Pacific Division was no good. That's, that's what everyone people, told that's us. What people
0: told us, and that's what I, they told us last year. Well. I really wasn't buying then, and I'm certainly not buying now in a year where you know Vancouver has made some moves um there's There's little doubt I think although there's been so much change in Vegas that you know there's sometimes I wonder, can you change too much and still keep? Good chemistry and everything that they've been through, but, you know, their injuries last year were, were horrific. So I never judge seasons and years when you go through those types of things. Um, you know, L.A., the Oiler fans know all about the L.A. Kings and pushing them to the brink in the first round. So, yeah, all of a sudden, I don't think anybody's speaking necessarily ill of the Pacific Division. And, I actually think, depending on how things play out in Calgary, yeah, they've lost a lot, but they've gotten a lot back in return.
1: They are certainly not looking at anything as a rebuild, and obviously this uh, this signing signifies that, and, you know, significant in, uh, in these Canadian markets as we've talked about leading into, I guess, the free agency period and then having the looming threat of the American superstars maybe not wanting to play in the American market. I don't know how much stock you can really invest in that sort of thing. I know there's a lot of cold water thrown on it often, but here you are with the Canadian stock in in the press conference this morning, Peter, really excited about committing to a Canadian market and trying to bring a Stanley Cup to a Canadian market. It means something to these guys.
0: Well, would anything better if you were a part of doing that? I don't think it would. No. I mean, it's still, I don't want to take anything away from some great American markets, but, you know, the fact of the matter is... The reason that it has become tougher and tougher for the modern-day NHL player to participate in Canada is talk shows like the one you're hosting.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, you are in the spotlight all the time. You know, social media has changed everything, including, you know, it affects how teams do business. Let's be honest. It does. And, And, you know, being in Canada in playing in a Canadian market and some are a lot tougher than others in fact the one you know you're in I think is a way tougher market to be in having worked there and you know spent a lot of time in Edmonton about how the fans are with the Oilers than even here in Calgary but it doesn't matter everywhere in Canada comes with a different amount of attention a different amount of scrutiny and you know that's not for everybody so I don't, I don't throw cold water completely at that, but I do know this. If you are to ever be successful and win in a Canadian market, you have to have the kind of mindset that Jonathan Huberto was talking about in his news conference at 11 o'clock. Like that has got to matter to you. You've got to see that as not a hassle or a hardship, but as an opportunity. And, and, you know, I've been around for a long time in a lot of different markets. Um, it is different. It is different. But it's not Montreal. And it's not Toronto. And Montreal, to me, I don't care what anybody says, and I spent a lot of time in Toronto, like the majority of my summers in Mississauga, um, but worked there for eight years. There's no market in Canada like Montreal.
1: Do you think, as we chat with Peter Labardius right now, uh, from Sportsnet 960, that, do you think that there's a possibility that he could be in the conversation in very short order, Huberto, for uh, a leadership position on this team? You don't necessarily need to have that represented by the letters, but I think the last case I can think of a, of a you know, a person like John Tavares, maybe somebody that caliber and then signing with the team and, and quickly uh, becoming a leader in the room. Do you get the sense that Huberto could be something like that? Well, I do, but I also think, and I will throw a little cold
0: water on this one, uh, I think in this day and age, who wears letters sometimes is is very overrated. Um, You know, on all teams I've been around, there are lots of guys that I know that make a significant difference in the leadership of your group without being one of your best players or, you know, one of your true leaders. And the fact of the matter is leadership isn't for everybody. And, and for me, I don't necessarily like the trend where the minute you pay somebody a lot of money or they're your best player, including your guy in Edmonton, that you got to automatically add that type of responsibility. Because now this is different, Brendan, than that because we know how young Connor was when he got to see there, Mm -hmm. it's a lot to deal with. And, and just because you're incredibly good at hockey doesn't mean you're necessarily built or you're ready for all that comes with the rest of it. So, you know, I haven't dealt with Jonathan for a long time on a regular basis in and out, obviously. And have always liked to visit with him whenever I get a chance um, since junior. But You know, I think I even said on Twitter yesterday, well, do you need to put a C on him? I said, let him play. You know, if that's that's the road after some time, you know, throughout the preseason or whatever, fine. But, you know, Calgary went through the whole season without a captain. And as Daryl Sutter talked about, one of the reasons was at that point in time, didn't feel like anybody was ready to replace what Mark Giordano had left. So you need leadership in hockey and in all sports from lots of different places. And and I almost look at it sometimes, right in the opposite. You know, when somebody comes into a Canadian market, as Jonathan will experience, it is. It's a different set of pressure than he will have ever dealt with in his life. So if you truly think he's an individual, that's going to, make him feel more part of it and he's ready for it He don't even know the guys and people are already talking about him potentially being a captain hey let's breathe for about 10 seconds before we want to start putting letters on people who
1: maybe hasn't even come to Calgary yet alright well uh, we'll uh, turn off the sewing machines for now <laughs> hey Maggi yeah, so, Pani like,
0: those letters go on like really fast Mm-hmm those equipment people are brilliant
1: (laughs) it'll get there if it needs to get there i like the uh the idea there peter um a couple more for you here as we chat with peter Labardius. Uh, as signs a little bit before this this is a guy that's a homegrown calgary flame i don't like watching him play against the edmonton oilers because he's such a, a little pest out there that's so productive very effective he just Cashed in on his career year, uh, satisfied. I think with the dollar value that he got, I would imagine. What What does this guy mean to the Calgary Flames, especially uh, now? A, a ton, a ton.
0: And and again, we'll see how he deals in the early going. You know, with a salary that goes from two and a half to five point eight. But all Andrew has done, year in and year out in the National Hockey League, is get better and better and be more productive and more productive. And as you know, Brennan, from watching him a lot, he never takes a shift off. He never takes a night off. You know, he was in his 30-plus goals last year. You know, he was streaky. But that happens to a lot of players. And I'm not sure, you know, you're going to be able to count on him for sure for 30. But it depends where he plays, too. Like, let's say just for instance, because I don't think it's out of the realm. Like, what if Andrew starts on the right side, although I think he's better suited all around on the left side, what if he starts with Lindholm and Huberto? I think that's a great option. He's probably going to get 30 again. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it would has all the potential in the world with how he works and retrieves pucks and, you know, as time goes on, I think he will be more and more productive on the power play. And that's the other thing about Huberto. Um, You know, Johnny deserved a ton of credit for the amount of non-power play points that he got, and, and I have great, great value in that. But, you know, I think Huberto is really going to help the Flames in that area as well. Um, so, you know, in the case of Andrew, he gives you everything. I was delighted. And I, I full well know, Brandon, that, you know, numbers and money are everything, and they have to be in a cap world. And it's, and it's the first place now that we look. But uh, I, I have no problem, frankly, with either deal or any of the deals that have been signed
1: at this point. One more for you, Peter. There's going to be an American Hockey League team sharing the same building there. The significance of having the Calgary Wranglers and the affiliate now operating not even out of the same region but out of the same building, that has to be a huge boost. Well, it is, and, and it's a
0: trend, as you know, that has been going on now for a number of years. You know, I even wonder in the case of the Oilers if, you know, that isn't in the plan at some point down the road. We'll see. And just, you know, financially it makes a lot of sense. Um, the continuity within your groups, your coaching staffs. You know the ability to call people up; it does make a lot of sense. If you know if you can do it and have the wherewithal, and so yeah, I think I think it'll be a great thing for the Flames. And I I actually think you know this trend is only going to go more down that road when you have the opportunity,
1: than go against it. But we'll see. Appreciate your time today, Peter. Thanks for the insight, and we'll uh, we'll get you on soon.
0: Yeah, this is the season for me that never feels like it has ever ended because there's always something to talk about in Calgary and the other thing is I love this crazy game so much I've been in Red Deer all week and after I watch this Canadian Little League game I'm driving back to Red Deer for the semifinals of the Holinka. but
1: that's my idea of the summer holiday. <laughs> well, uh, avoid the hail on that treacherous really stretch of road. Avoid. You should, you should have heard it in the arena. That's where I was. The oh other wow. Day. stay safe my friend and we'll talk soon okay take care (laughs) thanks (laughs) Thanks peter peter lavardius from sportsnet 960 in calgary a hockey junkie he is i am and i know you are if you're listening to this show right now we'll press pause come back in a couple minutes with more of you on the text line
0: with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice
1: Here in the Capital Region, It's spoilers now where some guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night out on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. You know Jonathan Hubert O could afford plenty of dinner at Roos Chris. After that $10.5 million-a-year contract, 99.90 Jasper Avenue here in Edmonton. Reminder as well that the Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment unrivaled results Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Kevin says teams are going to have to base their contract offers on what the player does over a few years not just one career year what if that player only has that one career year the people who are saying Kevin that this isn't a good contract or isn't going to be I think that they're coming from that school of thought. And it's certainly a valid one. I don't disagree that he just got paid for the 115-point season. That is going to be very hard for him to duplicate, if you ask me. But like you just heard from Peter, he doesn't even think that's the tip of the iceberg. Or, or I guess he does, but <laughs> that to say that there's more to be had. Now... That's lofty. I think you're going to need a lot of health around him, and in his case, he'll have to stay on the ice for another 80 games. That's been the biggest issue for Huberto over the last couple of seasons. 55 games played the year before, and still a great producer over a point per game in those 55 but not on the ice for another 27 if my math is correct there. So, you know, that's that's part of it. You're also paying because, frankly, it is a Canadian market. And, yes, there is a little bit extra that comes with that. You know that very well as Oilers fans. Um, and beyond that, he is, he is going to get paid the market value. And when you see guys around him that are making a similar amount of money to that 10.5 producing at the same clip... That's the market being set for him, too. So he benefited from that. He benefited from the fact that his his career year came one year away from his his contract being up as an unrestricted free agent. Calgary had to do something to secure the immediate and long-term of their team, and obviously they see this player as a cornerstone. Why wouldn't you? Third overall pick, had a great regular season. Can you get it done in the playoffs? That'll be the next task. Coming up to the 1 o'clock news here on 6.30, Ched, on the other side, our Sportsnet Mark Spector for the horses, Horse Racing Alberta. And, uh, oh, yeah, Liam Horabin We'll talk uh, Holinka Gretzky tournament as well after 1.30. It's Brendan Escott in on this Friday edition of Oilers Now.